Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Friday, May 14th. U.S. equity futures are rallying pretty strongly, so the S&P futures are up about 30 points. NASDAQ is outperforming by a wide margin, so the NASDAQ futures are up 150 points. That's about 117 basis points. The Dow futures are up about 181 points. That is about 50 basis points. Just to keep this in perspective, the NASDAQ is up about 1.2% this morning. It is tracking down about 4.5% as of the Thursday close week to date. So, um, you know, certainly an encouraging rebound this morning, but this comes after very steep losses um, over the last several days. And the SP is tracking down about 2.8% as of the Thursday close. So again, just to keep this morning's rebound in perspective, the major European indices are trading up about 50 to 60 basis points, green pretty much across the board in Europe with the exception of global mining stocks. So the SXPP, the Sam X-Ray Peter Peter Index, which includes most of the world's major mining stocks, that is trading down over a percent today. Um, but the other European indices, other European sectors are trading higher. I'll get back to that in a moment. And then Asia finished higher pretty much across the board. Um, you know, strong gains in Japan, Hong Kong, mainland China, Korea, Taiwan, etc. India was the um, outlier with um, a you know mild underperformance. So the only real kind of incremental macro, um, uh, the incremental macro theme this morning concerns commodity stocks, specifically industrial metals. So iron ore was hit very hard this morning. It's been for sale the last couple of days. There have been a lot of headlines out of China about the government taking action to curb recent price gains in industrial metal stocks due to concerns that those gains will start to undermine growth. So this really kind of goes back to Wednesday where you saw, we saw some Chinese officials take action. You've seen the Chinese metal exchanges um, take measures to help cool some of the price gains. So normally on a given morning, people will come in and look at iron ore as almost a barometer of economic growth. When prices go up, that usually is a positive signal for global risk sentiment. However, given the narrative now is very much focused on inflation, the decline in iron ore is now thought to be a virtue. And I think that's what's spurring some of the price gains you're seeing this morning. So I've always talked about how those mining stocks, um, again, are kind of a, a very good uh, just sentiment gauge for for risk. The fact that they're getting hit very hard this morning, um, again, is kind of taken as as a positive. We'll see how long that, that mindset lasts for. But given how, um, how much inflation has come to dominate the macro narrative, any now signs that you could see some type of um, a curbing of inflationary pressures that's obviously taken as positive. So that's that's really the big incremental macro theme for this morning. Otherwise, there's not really much to talk about. Um, you know, COVID, you know, again, you continue to have really positive headlines at the US. Yeah, obviously the new CDC mask guidance yesterday. Um, you know, I don't really think this is kind of major incremental news for investors. We'll have to see how the travel leisure stocks trade today. They could very well spike on it, but you're not really seeing kind of real aggressive sustained buying in those areas just because they've already fully recovered, um, you know, back to kind of pre-COVID levels, especially not just the equity price, but especially enterprise values, which in a lot of cases are well beyond where they were before the pandemic. Um 
And you actually are seeing some incrementally negative COVID headlines out of certain international markets. So obviously, India, India and Brazil are, are continuing to grapple with the crisis, but you also, uh, Singapore is very much in focus, implementing some fresh social distancing rules. Japan added a couple more areas of the country to um, an emergency uh, declaration because of COVID. So, you know, again, we'll have to see, um, you know, the CDC guidance, which hit actually during trading yesterday, you know, certainly not negative, but I don't really think shifts a lot of the, um, how people are thinking about COVID in the U.S. On Build Back Better, you have a lot of conciliatory remarks from both the White House and Senate Republicans as those, as those negotiations continue. Um, you know, again, I continue to kind of look at this in the same way. I think at this point in time, the best case scenario for the White House is probably going to be something that the Republicans have been putting on the table, which is about an $800 billion physical infrastructure only bill. That $800 billion is about over um, you know, eight to 10 years, largely unfunded, meaning you're not going to have dramatic tax increases. I think the White House will try to spin that as this is just a down payment. This is just a first step in that they're still very much going to pursue um, all the rest of what's in the jobs and the family bills. However, they're really only going to get one shot at this before the midterm. So if if this is kind of all they're going to do, um, they're going to have to wait until 2023. And at that point, they may not control the House and or the Senate. So um, I think that's how things are shaping up. Again, I think um, you know the risk of large tax hikes is very minimal. Um, but I also think kind of the risk of big spending increases is relatively minimal too. And, and similar to what you're seeing in commodities this morning, um, you know, the the lens through which the market is viewing stimulus is kind of becoming a little bit distorted. So in in years past, obviously, stimulus was kind of thought to be uniformly positive at this point in time, given that, um, you know, you are seeing more sensitivity to inflation and higher yields, et cetera. A, a mild decline in fiscal stimulus, um, you know, wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Uh, on the Fed, it's very much more the same. You had a couple of remarks yesterday. This was all during trading, so nothing out overnight that's really new about the Fed. Just again, talking about how the inflation gains are seeing are transitory. Um, you know, the economy is still a long way from achieving the labor and inflationary goals. Therefore, no need to change policy, et cetera, et cetera. That's kind of very much the same. You are going to get Fed minutes out this coming Wednesday. That will provide some interesting insight, just kind of some behind the scenes about how Fed officials are really thinking about the evolution of growth deflation and and you know the extent to which they are growing a little bit more concerned about the economy running a bit too hot. Uh, and that is essentially it. No major economic data this morning. Uh, no major international central bank headlines. On the earnings front, nothing major out of Europe. Uh, last night in the US, you had a bunch of numbers. So Airbnb, I thought was probably the most impressive versus street expectations. It's probably the only stock levered to travel exclusively leveled, levered to travel that is actually now lapping 2019 um, types of numbers. So Airbnb is now kind of growing um, you know, off of the pre-pandemic levels, um, very bullish on trends that they're seeing, et cetera. Um, DoorDash also very strong. You know, They did better than they thought they would as restaurants reopened. Um, you know, that stock that was continuing to kind of face decelerating growth off of very, very, very strong um, comparisons from last year. But, uh, you know, Airbnb and DoorDash uniformly bullish. Disney had huge, uh, had a huge beat on earnings. Some of that was because of just a timing on programming costs. So you're, they're going to have a big programming jump next quarter, expense jump next quarter. Um, most importantly, the Disney Plus streaming subs, which really is kind of the, the single most important um, metric for that stock fell short of expectations. Um, 
Plantronics PLT is a small tech company, but they issued very weak guidance, kind of the latest company to get caught up in the whole global semiconductor shortage issue um, that is weighing on their results. For the Friday session this morning, so it's really just economic data. Import-export prices at 8.30, that's kind of another inflationary gauge. Um, you know, Again, I think at this point in time, the market's well aware that Inflation numbers are going to be running very hot for the time being. The question is whether or not this is just transitory as the Fed insists or it kind of lasts. But it's it's I think most assume that you're looking at a few months of very hot inflationary reading. So I don't think you're going to see a lot of sensitivity to each kind of in individual inflation number at this point in time, at least. Retail sales are at 8.30, uh, Michigan sentiment at 10 a.m. Within the Michigan sentiment report, you have inflation expectation components. That's probably going to be the most important part. On retail sales, you're going to, the expectation is for kind of a big cooling off of that March figure, which was huge, inflated by stimulus. I think you have a lot of retailer earnings next week. So we're now into the April end stage of the earnings season. So all the calendar quarter companies are done. The April end season is dominated by retail and tech. So next week, you get numbers from Kohl's, Macy's, Target, Walmart. All those companies, I think, are going to provide much better insight into the state of the consumer than today's uh, retail sales report will. Um, no major company specific news today. Uh, and you really don't have a ton of Fed speakers either. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.